Seems bad. I wish I was recording for that. <laughs> Wait, JJ, give that to us again. <laughs> yeah, can you can you unbreak the stand and break it again real quick? You know who doesn't need notes? I guess he uses a lot of notes, but uh, in in the industry, I guess, JJ. Uh, mm, what? Yes, we, hello? Hello. Hi, JJ. Uh, Michael, uh, you probably, having done theater, know that when people give notes, it's a criticism, right? Uh, not always a criticism, but it's generally it's generally constructive. Yes. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm Andy. We're here. We were gamers. A podcast about, uh, well, very much what I was just about to talk about. The most recent action button review there, JJ. I know, Michael, you probably haven't gotten to it yet. No. Go ahead and put that in scare quotes. Review. (laughs) Uh yes, my I I put posted a picture of myself snuggled up on the couch with dogs watching the scare quotes review. Uh it is very often not a review and it is very often not about Cyberpunk 2077. And yet it is also about Cyberpunk 2077, but even just, when it's not also about a lot of things that just, aren't just as a frame as well, a framing just, device, you know, just very often uh, what you're talking about in his videos, we're talking about Tim Rogers here uh, is the exact opposite of the thing you're talking about. So when he's talking about uh, philosophical cyberpunk problems, he's actually talking about, you know what I mean? It's like flip it around based on what you're hearing. Yeah, what uh, is cyberpunk? Yeah. Uh, he does not, he uses what my joke was going to be was uh, he uses extensive notes. He writes giant scripts that are 10 hours long. Um, but I would not deign to give criticisms of something that, uh, logistically complex to complete. Uh, JJ, I get the the feeling based on everything he says and in the like director's commentary parts, quote unquote, and whatever that he is also his own harshest editor anyway. Yeah. And so, like, anything you could say, he would be like, I know. <laughs> in that exact tone, yes. Probably. Just like yeah. in the, like, thank you for torturing me with reminding me of the thing that I hate already. Yeah. About, it's, it's, he's got a very good uh, aesthetic for knowing about the time you're starting to a little bit drift, and then he'll fit in, like, a two-frame T-pose. <laughs> or like a a two or three frame like piece of text that is like yeah, a you gotta... really long explainer aside that has nothing to do with it. He's like, God. I put this in here for the people that are actually watching. Thumbs up if you agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have when I say completed, I have watched every minute of every story. That's a that's some big props, man. I did watch all of them. I cannot claim to have watched every minute of them because several parts of the director's commentary, I got like, ah, all right, I'm, I'm good. And I'm oh, okay. So I, I put it on the 75-inch TV. I made a thing of it. I sat on the couch every night since its release and have whittled away at the 10-hour review. How did you pause to like see the one-frame things? Uh, it required a lot of uh, holding the remote and hoping that I hit it. and then uh if i didn't hit it i would note what i had heard in my head before that because the one the one push back on the remote put it back about four and a half seconds right and so i would listen for the sounds that i had heard and hit the pause and then sort of frame it forward until i hit it yeah i eventually got i had to watch it on a pc because i was constantly like with my hand like idly near the space bar so that I could like very quickly get over there and jam it to pause and then back up a couple like a second or a couple frames in YouTube to like get the right thing. It, it became a challenge at some points, but 
Michael, some of those are very fast. Some of them are so fast uh, that I think I've missed one or two. I think one of one or two Almost of them are literally certainly. a frame long. Some of those T poses must only be a frame. And like, then there's some there's some stuff in there that scrolls through the bottom of the screen that's like okay. you'd have to frame through, <laughs> frame by frame to read it. Yep. Yeah. But Michael, I think maybe don't watch any of season one at this point. I know you're strapped for time. But if he's not uh, being facetious about season two, which I it sounds like he's not. Uh, that might be the time. Assume he's very serious. Yeah, yeah. It might be the time to pick it up and watch some of these because he's going to do these in a much shorter form. Uh, for some crazy, sounds like crazy games and not crazy games. It looks like a Japanese game for game number one, and then uh, game number two will be La Noir. Um, yeah, I'm but, highly curious to see what he says about. Uh, both of those games. Would you like to have the rundown, Michael, of what he said about Cyberpunk 2077? Sure, yeah. Give me a, give me a quick rundown. Well, JJ, I think the, the phrase that I liked the best about it was that it was a middle-aged man <laughs> who, who had bought himself... No, who, who had leased himself a Mazda Miata. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, he said that uh, games in general, not just Cyberpunk 2077, are having a midlife crisis, basically. Um, and that they aspire to do way too much. Every game tries to be every game. Oh. Was the thing he said at one point. And yeah. he's like, Cyberpunk 2077 is the anything of anything because it has everything in it it has an open world it has crafting it has guns dating sim dating it has all this stuff right and it's like it's impossible to say what the game is because it tries to be everything he said he enjoyed it but that just when you get to having finished it and played it as much as he did and you look around i think this is kind of the point of the video, which is not the cyberpunk review. But when you look around after you've finished it, um, you've had, you know, two gallons of vanilla ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. And, and his, he made a point earlier in the video and I used vanilla ice cream on purpose. Cause he says, vanilla ice cream isn't bad. Just, it's great. It's just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. It's like the baseline. Right. And so like it's, there's, there's vanilla ice cream can be very refreshing and good. But also, like, it's the plain one. And it's a crazy thing to say about a game that was supposed to be what Cyberpunk was supposed to be. Sure. So, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a review of, of midlife in, more than it's a review of Cyberpunk 2077. And he uh, makes a bunch of, like, very salient points in, I think, the best segment about authenticity and like what it means to be cyberpunk and could a game like this ever actually be a cyberpunk game? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, and like how, the, what those novels that inspired the genre and the source books, right? Like what those were saying about society at the time. I could not what believe that means now. I could not believe how long it took to get from story number one about the social media and the payoff in story seven of the, the social media story about uh, Pete Townsend and how mm-hmm. that all finally connected was like, yeah, the, the point of that, Michael, was that the, the, the site, the, the story around cyberpunk with how much stuff you saw on Twitter and all this other stuff about the bugs and everything else, right. Mm-hmm. Became the story of it much like, I guess an interview with Pete Townsend uh, became about how he said that everything that can ever be played on a guitar has already been played. Uh, okay. Which, which was not a fair quote, right? Because it's not what he meant. It was in an interview um, mm-hmm. where he was basically saying hip hop is the new rock and roll because they're doing stuff, you know? Um, but, but the payoff there is that the, that the story around cyberpunk became the story and so he can't you can't even like separate what the game was and is ever again because it has been taken by the zeitgeist kind of right i don't know if i got that entirely right but 
it's pretty close. I, it's that's pretty what close. I took away too. And, like, and, and so, like, you get to the point that you get enthralled with either having to play it or having to not play it, and it doesn't become about what you like and don't like. And this is where it ties in why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast is because it's about the We Were Gamers moment of, like, we over the last couple of years, we've been talking about what people should spend their time doing when they have very little of it, right? We, we spend our time doing is, is playing a few games, talking about PCs, you know, hearing about things we really love, <laughs> novels that are old and coming back, you know, and he, he, yeah. he, he talks about how old games are maybe better than new games for, and not for the like, well, old stuff is always better. Although he makes that point, JJ, <laughs> did you buy a jacket mm-hmm. yet? Uh, who can say whether I did or not buy a jacket, maybe, <laughs> you know, who, who could say? I certainly didn't. So for people who've watched the review, I certainly didn't buy that jacket that he's talking about because I don't have that kind of money lying around. Yes. <laughs> My yeah. authenticity desire isn't that high. Right. And so, so one of the points is that the, the games are not as authentic, right? And just like clothing now is not as authentic. And he, he goes into some pieces of clothing that he owns personally and uh, that has, you know, cost an exorbitant amount of money. Like an unreasonable amount of money for a thing that sh- you would not feel is probably worth that. Especially living but, in California. <laughs> it's just right. jackets you hmm. don't need very often. And but his point is that you have to pay that much to get the original article, something made by a craftsperson that uses period fabrics and period looms and period things, right? It, that's just how much it costs in this day to get some to get that authenticity, basically. And maybe we're and, not you know, it's a good getting point. it. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, video games are not striving to be authentic like that, and that's sort of the point he gets around to. Yeah. And it, I mean, it really brought into focus. And I think when we talk about some games, if we ever get to talk about games, because we have some more computer stuff to talk about. But if if we get to talk about games again, he very saliently put into perspective the two most recent games I played, both of which I played a lot of. And I, I really had been struggling to describe why I liked one and didn't like the other. And it was, it was really good about it. What was your favorite moment? I had like one favorite moment in the video. Uh, mm. I guess no, not a moment, but a concept that I wanted to talk with you guys about because I think we forget to do it sometimes. I forget to do it sometimes. I shouldn't say we. I'll go um, first. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say I. I don't think I have a like standout favorite moment. I just really enjoyed listening to him describe all the various things. Like yeah. it was just. It's just fun to listen to him talk, even in the overly dramatic voice that he doesn't actually sound like. Yeah, it sounds like maybe that's going away next season. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not tired of it. I could watch more of it, but I'm also fine with him doing these reviews from his desk chair in front of a webcam instead of having to fly to Indiana to do it in a studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and on here we don't do we we've I strive and I think you guys don't uh either do this not to fall into podcaster voice. Uh. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's a thing that people do when they are put on the spot. And and uh, that's not authentic, right? That's not how we talk to each other. It's not how I hear you guys talk when we're in our group chat, right? And I'm reading in your voice. Yeah. Uh, my favorite concept from the video was the good time hat. <laughs> and how horribly abused and beaten it gets by the end. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So he talks about Michael and we talk about like movies we love. Like uh, I sent you guys the Moonfall movie, right? Man, that movie just looks yes. like pure I, bad movie schlock. But I've I've been very critical of some films and we'll talk about Zack Snyder films at some point before the end of the year. Right. Um, people should be able, he, he makes the point that people should be able to put on their good time hat where you decide before you watch something or play something or do something that you are going to have a good time, right? I'm going to watch Moonfall and drinking or not drinking, I'm going to enjoy how schlocky and funny and not serious it is and not think about why it doesn't work and not think about why it's bad, right? Uh, 
I think half of the fun of those movies is thinking about why they don't work and why they're bad. But you know, whatever. Sure, but that's man. but that's the good time hat concept, I think, distilled. And so he, yeah, of course, it, put on his it, good time hat for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and he said that by the end, you know, it was like you, eventually you have to take off the hat because you're suffocating your own brain. Right when like you you've okay. you've ignored too much of <laughs> of what should have not been ignored by the good time hat. Okay, you know, uh, it, and you know, and he talks about becoming goblinized as he found like some overpowered build. He's just like I can't stop using this overpowered. Yeah, I I should engage with these other systems, but yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. But the good time hat is a good concept to remember. Like I think it's um. It's an extension of don't yuck someone's yum. Um, It's okay for people to have put on their good time hat and for to say like, I like those whatever movies, even though they're trash and someone else can say, well, they're trash. And you're like, well, yeah, but I put on my good time hat. So I think the reverse, the reverse is more true than, than the other. Right. So being able to say it's bad, but you enjoyed it because you tried to enjoy it versus not saying it's bad i think was maybe part of the point i think it's important to you know sometimes just in your life just say hey you know i'm gonna have a good time with this thing even if it's like kind of only an okay thing or maybe not that very good of a thing i'm just gonna i'm gonna go in with the plan to have a good time Mm -hmm. and maybe i'll have an okay time or a not great time or a really good time but you know, at least plan to have a good time and see where that gets you. I mean, it's a decision that you have to make, especially with certain games like uh, Warzone or things like that. If you try too hard, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. It was a good, uh, know, it was a good, but, good yeah. video. Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I think people should watch all of his videos if you have 40 hours. God, or it's like 35 <laughs> hours of just, just that right oh my god yeah that's really long i i they're worth they're worth it i know people are going to struggle to believe that it could be worth spending that much time but they are eventually the tokameki memorial one is the most worth it i think if i had to pick one yeah and there is a segment of that one you could skip and it's fine yeah yeah it's really good well uh, I mentioned it during talking about this, uh, but old things sometimes outlast new things. In fact, often outlast new things. So much so that uh, they can return when you least expect it. You know, pull them out from the back of the drawer and you say, wow, I really love this. I think people want to know what's up with Dragonlance because you guys went crazy and I don't know. <laughs> So back in January, you might remember JJ and I talking about this um, word leaked because of a lawsuit that Dragonlance, which had been a retired series of of novels for about a decade, um, was getting a new um, and supposedly final trilogy from Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, who were the two um, original and creating authors of it. Uh, but there hasn't been other than other than to note that they won their lawsuit against uh I think it was probably Wizards of the Coast. It was it definitely was not won. It was dismissed. It was dismissed. Oh, right. They, they came to out. terms, which was all they really wanted in the first yeah. place. I they think. they right. settled out of court and the lawsuit was dropped. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so it cleared the path for the book the first of the books which had been leaked to actually be published, but there hadn't really been any news about when um, in the wake of that decision. So we've just kind of been eagerly anticipating uh, an announcement. And there is not still been an announcement. Say, I didn't hear <laughs> yes, an we announcement. Still waiting, we're still waiting for that announcement. Okay. <laughs> but it appears that some details have leaked to a few different places, right, Michael? Yeah. So it sounds like... Um, Everybody's favorite happening and an overactive, an overeager vendor uh, put up a page before they probably should. The have. the overeager vendor. Yeah. 
Amaz- so Amazon, Amazon, right? Was it Amazon yeah. Denmark? It's always yeah, Amazon. Is DE Denmark or DE is uh, Denmark, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so they put up a listing for the book uh, with a date of August next year. August next year. Okay. Yes. Were there other, like, details leaked in there about what it's about or anything like that? Or is it just the release date? So they're they're the plot the like back cover synopsis has also been leaked as part of that. Oh boy, is that so? You know, you you get your uh, here's the name of a character. Here is a very short idea about what the story is going to be about. Maybe. Yep. Here are a few character names that you know, some old favorites. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So they yeah. confirm basically like uh it's coming back, huh? I mean, like they're not they're not I mean, trying to start not... something new. They're they're bringing it back to the it, old days. Uh It involves time travel though. So maybe they are <laughs> starting something new, Andrew. That's it is not thing. It is not the first time travel plot though, so it's not right, so... not old and it's not not new. <laughs> I have a feeling, Michael, they're going to retcon the Chaos War. That's what I think is going to happen. You think so? Because they changed too much at the end of that, right? Like, the entire setting changes at the end of that. And you want to go back to before then so you can be in the good time hat zone. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember if you, if you read all the way to the end, JJ, but that does actually get resolved. Uh, right, but not in the same way, right? Because sure, yeah. So it's a yeah. I, you're right, but also, how many people read that far? Right. True. So, who knows? Right? Who knows? We have the back cover of a book, which never actually tells you really anything about what happens in the book. No. So I, I think this is cool. I'm glad it says there's a date of like August ninth, twenty twenty two. Who knows if that date's going to be real or not? Although, you know, the fact that it has this exact date is uh, pretty suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, who knows? But um, I, for one, will order this book because I am that kind of a person. A little pre-order. I like it. I probably would. Yeah. Paperback, yeah. right? I want to own I a copy I because I own most of the other ones. Oh, you might have to wait a little bit to get your paperback situation. It needs to go on my shelf, man. I have a shelf of these. I know. Yep. But the uh, they might hardback you first. They usually do. Yeah. Um, yeah with the with the ones that are written by Weiss and Hickman, they tend to be um, in hardback first, just because they're the they're the main trilogy entries, and then everything else that's kind of uh, Filling in detail ah. has always been paperback. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'm happy for you guys. I, I still have not started that series. I, I will eventually get to it. It sounds like I have a year to uh, get into it. So, I will tell you, you probably only really need to read those first three books. And that's... And these are... Uh, these are like young adult novel, like Harry Potter level, just like page turn in action novels. You know, stuff is yeah. happening. Sure. They're a little denser than that, but yeah, but yeah, not yeah. by much. <laughs> it's not. There's no like highfalutin language. As long as you know, like, you know, what a centaur is, there's no big <laughs> words in here, you know. Um, Honestly, the biggest words are the names of the gods, which you may need to go to the appendix to remember who is who. Oh, but gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. But they're introduced at the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. If you just read, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm an avid and capable reader. You know, I have done that before. And it's kind of important to do those things. Uh, can we... Mm, this might be a good lead-in to talking about some more hardware stuff. Did you do some other kinds of reading? Uh, I did. I did do some other kinds of reading, and now I have to unread them out of my mouth to you. I don't know what that means, but continue. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> we got uh, some electronic communications. 
regarding let's start with the fiction thing first squid game i got an email about squid game saying uh that it was better than i gave it credit for in my review to you guys and that maybe i didn't understand the korean nature of the of the show okay i don't know i i don't really know what to say to that I think I gave it a fair shake. I said, "I if I didn't say it correctly, I'll say it again." Um, let me put it this way: I think people should watch Squid Game. I don't think it's the internet sensation in terms of quality. Not quality, I guess. It is a quality show. It is made with care, quality, and precision, and the story is well thought out. And there are open-ended questions at the end of it for a sequel i'll just throw that out there too okay uh that are good and not like dangling chads of problems right they're all left open for a reason you'd be like what happened to that character and you're like oh because there's going to be a season two probably they'll explain that although the author of this doesn't really want to make a season two the film Ooh, so a watchman deal yeah it, you you love to see authors just say, like, I told the story I wanted to tell. I mean, this is the there's end. There's definitely yeah. respect. He left at least three things open-ended that I know of and the, I, when I watched it, right? I was like, oh, those three things, right? Uh, but it, it has, to me, the ending of a type of show where he's like, and, you know, you can just assume what happens from here and that maybe this person or that person did this thing or, you know? Um, but I, I don't... It, <laughs> To me, the internet fervor around it is like a Tiger King kind of deal. Was Tiger King actually good? It's getting a season two for you to find out. Yeah, so that's my point right there. Hmm. Uh, Why does there need to be a season two of Tiger King? What could possibly... Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to be... I just want to say, I think it's good. I really liked watching it. But I just don't, it's not the like most impressive media I've ever seen in my life. Uh, when it comes to that genre, I would send someone to watch Battle Royale first. That's all. That's all. You did, Don't get so angry about things. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think Battle Royale undoubtedly deeply influenced Squid Game. And I don't think there's a way to extract stuff like what things influenced you when they came out 20 years before your thing or whatever. Sure. Right. There's also uh, some controversy around squid game. Uh, I think there's a show called as the gods will that people accused squid game of ripping off. Uh, some scenes from I don't really know how to describe the parts I didn't I didn't really look into it but I remember the name um there was some stuff ripped off I guess uh or not ripped off I don't know I didn't read into it so maybe go watch as the gods will and then watch squid game and decide for yourself I don't I don't want to talk about squid game anymore it was it was good and okay. enjoyable but I had to respond to the email because it seemed like I, maybe I wasn't clear that I enjoyed it and liked it but I also thought it wasn't worth all the hype boom done two more emails guys one PCIe mm. two mm-hmm. CPU lanes mm-hmm which one do you want first? They're kind of connected. Dead. No. <laughs> so, Pun intended. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's stay in your stay in our lanes and do CPU. Okay. So CPU lanes, JJ, uh let's get, correct me if I get this one wrong. The question here is uh we didn't talk about what CPU lanes were in discussing PCIe and I guess a couple other things about uh, motherboards. We were talking about motherboards last week. 
And this person wanted to know if CPU lanes were important in choosing which type of motherboard to get. Um, yes and no. I don't know. CPU, CPU think- lanes is a very simple concept. There's your CPU and there's your motherboard chipset. And your CPU has certain access to allowing you to do things. And then beyond that, you have to rely on the motherboard chipset. Is that, did I get that right? Yeah, it's about, you got to think about like fire hoses connected to the CPU, right? The CPU is the pump that can move data around the system and do things with the data, but it needs to be fed the data, right? You have to get the stuff in there and it has to be able to have the horsepower to flip it around and move it back out. Well, if you only have a certain number of lanes, then the more things you eventually hook up to it, you know, you start running into, you know, jams or you try to connect two hoses together into one thing and you're going to overload the the pipe. Right. And so right? like uh, your motherboard acts as like a like a hose distributor. It's like an arbiter or a, yeah. Yeah, a valve system or something. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a perfect analogy, but the idea is close enough to that. And really, the only thing you can control in terms of like the number of lanes the CPU has is you want to buy a more expensive, fancier CPU, you get more lanes generally. Yeah. Uh, and, and this, this, the end though, it's really controlled by, yeah. the, since it's, it's controlled by the chipset. Yeah. So either you buy the lower mid range kind of chipset or you buy the more expensive one and then you get more access to those lanes. Right. Right. And so it's all like, once again, it's all determined by what motherboard you and, and the email mentions PCIe specifically, so I will throw this out there. Your your CPU only has a certain amount of ch- PCIe channels. Now, that's ignoring the this is the chip is the chipset the motherboard chipset has. Uh, y- yes, but they they're determined their access is determined by your CPU. So let me let me yes. see if I can get this out of my mouth and then you can correct it. So like. Uh, this is not the same as saying like, oh, your your motherboard provides you PCIe four and your CPU provides you C- PCIe four. I'm not talking about the PCIe number. What I'm talking about is the lanes. And so, like, let's say you plug in a PCIe uh, uh, X16 card on your you know GPU on your PCIe slot one. Okay, well, you've used 16 of the lanes, right? Uh, right there and you could then plug in an x8 card and now you're at 24 well your cpu may not allow 24 lanes in use at a time so then it's going to take them from pcie 1 and put them down to pcie 2 and you'll slow down pcie 1 a little bit uh you may not actually we'll talk about that in a minute with the next email but uh, it's important to remember that that is also sometimes the case. In, in, and with motherboards, you can kind of figure out which ones are able to give you full access to what the CPU can do versus ones that are cheaper that may not even allow you to get up to what the CPU can do. Right. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think that was spot on. So, uh, Michael, I'm going to give you the next one. All right. Uh this next email says <laughs> PCIe 4 and 5. Do you really think we need it? I think not. <laughs> thanks thanks for the email. Either, what a, either one? I, I don't know. That's the end of the email. <laughs> we got some uh, short emails. I don't know. It's, uh, uh, I mean, what do you think, Michael? I, don't, I, I, I researched this one based on the terseness of the email, actually, but but give me your thoughts. I mean, I feel like with so much else about down selecting computer hardware, it depends on what you intend to do with it. You're a very wise man. <laughs> right? Like the... if you need if you need the 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 like what is PCIe is double PC uh, 4.0 is double 3.0, is that right? Uh, it's yeah, in terms of ban- 16 bandwidth compared to 8 in terms of like the transfer transfer, transfer rate. uh so you're talking about the uh GBPS which is uh, 256 in PCIe 3 and 512 in uh PCIe 4. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Or did I get does that 4 and 5? 
Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But I think the point matter. The point is correct in that. But it's doubled. It, it doubles every time. Right. Generally, yeah. yeah. I think the the salient point here is that PCIe five is like brand new and barely out. Yeah. That may be the context that you're missing. Uh, sure. And yeah. so, do we need it? You know, I like. There's nothing that takes advantage of it now. Yeah, so, but that's that's a very no. different question from will we need it, which and is... And absolutely, that's the right way to think about it. Yeah, because the, the answer is yes, eventually you will need it to keep up because everyone who manufactures around it um, will start to demand more and more capability knowing that PCIe 5.0 can deliver. I really hope that that's true. I hope that the next next gen of processors really decides well PCIe 5 is a thing and we're going to force the issue by making the processors uh demand more from the cards that are plugged in um I went back and I looked at JJ the uh, 3080 some people mm-hmm. out there have done some PCIe testing in speed it was going to say, what's the, like the current level of saturation on that bus? I bet it's not as high. It's as not think. as high as you think. So a PCIe 3 bus and a PCIe 4 bus, the testing they went through, you get uh, about a, depending on what you're doing, anywhere between a 1% and 8% speed increase using PCIe 4 over 3. Yeah. And, you know, that stuff is always so like, how how you measure that stuff is always so variable based on like what you're doing yeah. right mm-hmm. and so if you happen to be fall into the use case of you are a professional artist and are creating tons of graphics and stuff all the time and using the rendering on your CPU yeah. i bet you get more benefit than me the dude who plays games oh absolutely sometimes and i, I night, think that's right? yeah. that's also you know testing is also normalized right so, so we have to make everything even yeah. so that we can say what numbers are what so if you you know decide to get you know some overclocked ram and you've got a better processor you know all these things can uh up your gains a little bit not a huge amount but a little bit yeah. um but I think this is a, a reference to the issue that I made last time when I said I, I we had gotten new cards and they were PCIe 4 and I only have PCIe 3. Uh, it has that tone of like, you're only upgrading because they upped the number. Uh, which mm. is partially true. I don't know, I guess. But also, you are at least giving yourself some future headroom Yeah, if that becomes something that becomes a problem for you with these cards later in the future. Yeah. Um, I just, I checked recently and the system that I'm using right now, I built in 2016 and 2017. Okay. I've upgraded the video card since then, uh, and changed the Ram out for bigger Ram. Nice. But it's still DDR3. Cause that's how old this thing is. Goodness. Yeah. Mine is, mine is, too, mine's even older than yours. Well, and mine is also DDR3. We need to start talking about some component class, guys. It's time to upgrade your hey. computers. I think. A little yeah. bit. I think it's time for a rebuild at this yeah, point. <laughs> I think that that is the case. Uh, I, I want to shout out, because maybe we haven't shouted them out yet. Maybe we did last time, and that's too bad. If I did, I'm going to do it again. Gamers Nexus, the YouTube channel. At Steve. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Steve. What a that, what a know. great resource. Uh, these people are much smarter than I am. Maybe not as smart as JJ and Michael, but uh, <laughs> they're probably smarter than me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> at least about this stuff. They, sure. If you think that we it, we're light on information for you, they go to there. Right, like they go there. They'll give you every scrap. I'm not going to give benchmarks for everything we're talking about. There's no point. You can go to a resource where they. This is about hanging and discussing, and they're about the numbers and telling you how they got them, and that's great. They they are impressively exacting in their testing methodologies and really, really good at, like Andrew was talking about how tests have to be normalized and things have to be controlled. 
and they will do all of that stuff, which is cool. There are not a lot of people out there doing that very exacting work. Yeah. yeah. What a great resource. I mean, I hope they're getting enough patronage for that. Well, uh, JJ, I'm I'm yes. sitting here staring at a uh, a little processor. You want to break the news, bud? Uh, there was a heck of a deal out there this past week. Is spotted spotted by none other than yeah, it goes on for uh, the month of November. Spotted by none other than Michael. No, I think JJ found that Maybe, one. Maybe. No, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it says it goes until the beginning of December. So I think this is their Black Friday deal just stretched out over the month. Smart. Yeah. Uh, so after uh, acquiring this uh, graphics card, it came with something else. Uh, and I decided to just go and decide that I was just going to rebuild around this. <laughs> what and what so, did it come with? A motherboard. Okay. A ridiculous. Let, I want to know more about that, but what what uh, what am I staring at? What am I staring at? Uh, you're looking at a 5800X. That is a Ryzen Ryzen five yeah. CPU. You're you're switching over. Yeah, man. I think you know the uh, the very latest news is those recent 12th generation Intel um, CPUs came out, and it looks like they finally are very good again. They certainly have uh, regained so just in time for, <laughs> <laughs> to be the, the behind the curve. But, you know, I, I think this looks likely to signal the time where every time these two companies release the thing, their thing is going to be the best thing. Finally, uh, it hasn't been the like pro- that for several years, and I'm happy that it, it's back because it means both companies are making stuff that's yeah. good. You know, the promise of the late. 2004s yeah <laughs> and i think i i think with the 5800x here i overbought a little bit um oh, if you overbought then i overbought I'm, uh okay i'm excited to hear about this <laughs> uh but i think the intent being that i plan like i said i this computer behind me is like mostly from 2016 and like very early 2017 I'm gonna ride this horse <laughs> until the horse's legs give out. I yep. think it's it's you're dragging it at this point, my man. I mean, imagine hey, if you uh, stuck I can Im- play Diablo Two Resurrected with a hundred FPS. Imagine if you stuck that new card in there, the whole thing would light on fire. Uh, I think I could run it. I wonder if my power supply would have trouble. I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's I, probably your limiting factor. It, it would be screaming. I think. I think I could boot it. Uh, but as soon as I got into like high usage, <laughs> I would be in trouble. You would tap it would out fine, and as soon as it starts spinning the fans up to do some serious work, the, the CP, the PSU would just be like, "Nope, not nah, sorry, we're done here today. Goodbye." So JJ, I will, I'll, I'll let you know that you, you seemingly made a good choice because as of right now, that card is no longer showing in stock. The CPU, or at the least the GPU? CPU, the CPU, oh, yeah. at least in. Uh, in the local Microsoft. Oh yeah, they they were getting shellacked when I uh, so I'm I'm staring at JJ's processor because I live close to a micro center, which is a fantastic relic of the uh, PC age. They have like I checked online, they have like six stores in the U.S. One is in Tustin. The next closest one is Colorado. Colorado, it's, right? It's beautiful, yeah. my man. It's beautiful. They have rearranged that entire store, I, Michael. I'm very uh, jealous. I haven't been in the, there recently. Uh, you remember with the little builders, the little <laughs> We were gamers, you guys. Remember when Is this going to be we were we, boomers yes, moment here? Yeah. Like, remember the last time we went to Micro Center and the you're building your own computer? Go to the back of the store into the little cave, oh, the little, uh, the little yes. cave. Yeah. <laughs> and you you go back there. You go in the cave. I remember that from Fry's yeah. back when I used to go to a Fry's. Uh let me say uh power to the gamers is now true. The entire left half of Micro Center is build your own PC stuff. There is a I'm markers. sure that's I'm sure that's their bread and butter. There is anymore. a wall of processors. And motherboards, a whole wall. 
that's so cool, dude. Man, I wish I could have seen that. I feel like it would be like looking coming home. Looking through cases, <laughs> they have all the cases they have set out like a Costco display. On Damn, on the shelving cool, units oh. out in the middle of the store, just like Costco. I've always wished I could see cases before I buy yep. them. I I mean, Dang, I was cool, picking yeah. out. Uh, spoiler alert! I was looking at cases, <laughs> and uh, I had to watch a lot of videos, a lot before I thought I had decided. I walked into that store and I saw it in person. I was like, "Oh, good! I do like it." That's rad. Yeah. It it was a fantastic proud daddy moment like when i did i literally walked in and turned to the right and started to walk to the cave and realized uh that's just a giant tech support booth now (laughs) where where the pc parts um upgrade yeah so you got a 5800x what's the board you're putting this in now that you we know what you you've got the the d so i when i bought this thing it came as part of a combo and the board that it came with is the, I want to use the, hold on, I want to get the correct terminology. One sec. It is the WS X570. Oh, X570. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is marketed, uh, at least it's an Asus mm-hmm. board. Um, this is marketed it's a as workstation like a board. workstation board. Yeah. That's the WS yeah. part. Right? So you've got how many and RAM slots have you got on it? <laughs> you know, okay. only four. Really weird. Cool. Uh, but it does support up to 128 gigabytes of RAM. So like if you really wanted to nice. go wild. And you've got two LAN ports. Also, I, yes. Uh, now, they're only like one gig LAN ports, which doesn't matter because nothing else in my house is faster than gigabit. But... If you had like ridiculously fast internet or a LAN that you were on like a corporate network or something, you can get up to 10 the now. The server you're t- connected to. Yeah, I was, was going to say the server you're connected to is probably doing two or five gig internet, uh, five gig ethernet. So you probably could do faster. Um, that's kind of weird that it only has one. I but, put uh, it also, this is a unique, we talked about PCIe yeah. lanes, uh, a unique feature of this board. And apparently one of the, this is one of the only ones on the market like this. This has an extra PCIe lane compared to most of them on the mm-hmm. market. So you can have a full graphics card and uh, it actually allows you to put three full graphics cards in if you can somehow fit them because uh, it has enough slots for that. But you can have a regular graphics card and then another thing using a PCIe lane that won't conflict with your graphics card and you can get full usage out of both. Yeah. Which is pretty rare, I guess, like getting full usage out of getting full usage out of two different devices when one is using the full 16 lanes is uh, rare, I guess. Now, that won't help me because I'm not planning to do that, really. So that extra slot is going to be Wi-Fi probably because this board doesn't come with that. Oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. Um. It has like three slots for M2 SSDs nice. as well, um, as well as like you know SATAs and all this stuff. It's a, this board is too much. Um, well, we have, but it came with the graphics. We have cards, a lot so, of boards to talk about in general because uh, I am stuck. But uh, let's talk about memory for a second because you have already decided on memory to put in there, and I have questions and okay. information in case you didn't know it. And Michael. I love to learn. I I believe you have also settled on moving to the AMD platform. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I mean it's 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 feeling like a strong contender this time Mm -hmm. around, just given the relative performance and the price points. Memory kind of matters a lot. Mm -hmm. It turns out with AMD. More for AMD than Intel this time around. Yeah. 3600 is the speed you want. Yep. And it it's like almost exact. For for these most recent generation of Ryzen processors, 3600 seems to be where it's at. It's kind of nuts. And even when you overclock above you actually go up or, in latency. Like it yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't help. It makes it worse in some yeah. instances. 
which I found shocking because some of the boards go up to like 5,000 and you're like, well, but all these tests say you shouldn't ever go above 3,600. And there is like, again, uh, shout out to Steve from Gamers, Gamers Nexus. But if you get really into it and you can overclock the memory fabric in the CPU and the RAM and all these things and get it together, then you can start getting bonuses above uh, 3,600. But basically, at the point you're doing all this work, like, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, this is me talking now. Like, yeah, you can get bonuses that way if you really want to dig into all these details. Um, but I am lazy and I do not. So 3,600. So that's where you landed. <laughs> what, uh, yeah. latency? Uh, it's cast 18. Okay. So you, so you'll be 10 nanosecond. Yeah, I think. Which that's again. Standard. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have to bum you out about something that you might not know about that X570 board. Okay. It's not an X570S, JJ. Oh, no, there's an S? Do you want to know what the S stands for? <laughs> Tell me. Do you, do you already know this, Michael? No. S stands for silent. Mm. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you've picked up a picture of his AMD board. Uh, on the bottom right there, it looks like a speaker. That's a uh -huh. fan. Oh, yeah, I see that in the, the zoomed in. I have a I have a picture of it up. I see that in the zoomed in view. Yeah. Apparently, these X570 boards run a little hot. <laughs> eh. It's not quiet was never my concern the way it was I am very here. averse to noise, especially because I. I record maybe closer to my computer than you guys because I don't have it on the floor. It's on my desk. Um, so mine is mine is pretty dang quiet. I bought knocked to you know my previous computer. This this one that I'm on now has got knocked to a fans that run at 17 decibels and everything else in there is pretty much quieter than that. Um, so yeah, I uh, I I've been. Wondering what to do. I'm kind of think I've decided, but I, I ran into some interesting. I don't know if we have time for it today. Maybe this should be a. Maybe should I do like a. No, we could start it, right? I don't know. If you just instead of hemming and hawing, <laughs> tell us what you want to tell us. Maybe. I bought an AMD processor. I could only buy one 5800X. Because it was limit one per customer. I, I kind of mm. didn't want to like do the I've... thing where I tried to sneak out and come back. But I also kind of yeah. have been really hemming and hawing about what to do about my current computer uh, and my next computer and what to do with this new graphics card. It seemed like to me, I was thinking about upgrading this PC that was here, right? And sticking to my guns mm -hmm. about having said the i8400 I put in here is good enough for then, but not good enough for now. And I need to upgrade it because we're doing, you know, we're doing a lot of production stuff here. And, and when I render podcasts, they take three hours and they shouldn't take three hours anymore. Maybe I'll put a 9900K in this thing. Well, 9900K costs $350. Why would I put a 9900K yeah. that costs $350 into this computer when a 5800X costs $300 and outperforms a 9900K by a mile? True statements. Like, Good question. Right. Uh, which led me to think, well, what else is out there? How much does it cost? And is it on sale at Micro Center? <laughs> <laughs> uh next to your 5800x is a 5900x oh okay i'm gonna step step up to the high yeah high, the yeah. high table it's uh i think it's 16 cores it's a lot of cores man i think it's yeah. time to to max out 
the end of this generation. Not I'm not getting a 5950. That's insane. Okay, sorry. Uh, the 5900X, Andrew, is only 12 cores. 12 cores right? The sorry. 59. That's still a ludicrous number. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Correct. That one, that one, unsurprisingly, is still in stock. Yeah, it's got a good sale on it. I mean, it's 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 good sale on that thing. Not not too bad. How much were those going for? If I uh, five hundred. Okay, I'm pretty sure the MSRP on those things is seven. So yeah, they're on sale at other places though. already for the holiday season ish, and because the new processors got announced. Uh, but most of the on sale at other places is still well over five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred is a pretty good deal, and that's like three percent behind the fifty nine fifty or something like that. Yeah, it's not. It's there's no reason to go to a fifty nine fifty when you're gonna. I think those those are like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I just can't. I can't justify it uh, based on the. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll also be moving over to a new computer. I think I finally came to that conclusion when I just started looking at the prices that they had stuff on sale for. And I was just like, what am I doing? Why would I spend so much money to upgrade a computer that is, first of all, the, the GPU is going to be processor capping at on a fit. So on a, like a 9,900 K, I would not be processor bound, but it would be there. It would be like right at the edge, right? For for the GPU. Plus the CPU performance of a fifth of a ninety nine hundred versus what's available for the same price on a newer board, not even comparable. The ninety nine hundred's just old. Yeah. I think yeah, the issue is that's an old processor at this point. And didn't go down in price like this is another thing that has been surprising to me about this generation of processors both amd and intel never released like a 200 dollars part ever like there hasn't been one in like three years or something it used to be you know you could get the i3 you know yeah uh, my first like, my uh, my one? itx build remember there hasn't been one the itx years. computer i had was an i3 i still have that i3 it's powering a an all-in-one on the back of a monitor computer in another room. And it will work perfect for that forever, for like a long time. But the, like, there just isn't a comparable, like, current generation part for that price. And, and so the prices of these other CPUs have just stayed high because they had no reason to go down. And and some of them have stayed high because they're more well-regarded than others. Like the 10900K is more expensive than the 11900K. I know. And I, I checked. Think, uh, Steve from Gamers Nexus would tell you <laughs> that that's good, and you shouldn't buy the eleven. Would have been <laughs> what was his phrase? Waste of sand. Would have been better as sand on a sand on a beach. It was it was a waste yeah. of sand. Yeah, making sand into that silicone was yeah. a waste. Um, this thought process was brought on by the fact that my gigabyte board came with a, a Z five ninety. Uh, gamer board or whatever it was from Gigabyte and I thought well I could put a 10900 in there or an 11900 but both of those were about the same price as the 5900 which gets better reviews so if I'm thinking about upgrading to a worse processor because I got a board why am I not thinking about just getting a better processor and buying a board you know what I mean because none of, none of them are yeah. going to fit in the case that I have either so it's, this is where into rebuild territory over here as well. Not rebuild. Uh, up, all new. Did you end up buying the case also? I or bought no? a case. Did you get the case that you sent us I a picture of? I got a Meshified 2 Compact. I did not buy the Gundam case. I'm sorry. Aww. The Gundam it's case okay. was uh, That's ex- astronomically expensive. Oh, I'm sure. The branding on that alone had to be added. It was beautiful. I really thing. liked the Gundam K. People are listening. You should go look up. I think it's Asus. It might be Asus. You should you should post the picture to our Instagram and people can go look uh, at it yeah, there. I will do that. It's gorgeous. 
It's it's. Oh, this is a. I'm googling the case you just said. Uh, this is a fractal design case. They make really uh, beautiful stuff. This is yes, the fractal design um, case is gorgeous, and and I it, the air ratings on it are very good. And it's compact, so it'll fit the ATX board, but it won't be significantly larger than the case that I have now that's a mid-micro ATX. I mean, it'd be larger, obviously. It has to be taller, but it seemed to do everything I wanted it to do, which is take it's a, good take a full-size ATX board. So, um, boy, I'm having a lot of trouble picking out a board now that I have to pick one. Don't look to me for help, man. There's so much mm-hmm. to know about them. So if people have thoughts about X570 versus B550. Here's my, uh, before we ask yeah. for people's help, here's my thing to tell you. If you want Wi-Fi, get one with Wi-Fi. Don't I try don't to need add Wi-Fi, a later. thankfully. So that's number one, right? Also, the Wi-Fi ones usually also come with Bluetooth, and the ones without generally don't oh, interesting. have Bluetooth. So that's something oh, I didn't know that. Uh, or that has been at least some of the experience oh, okay. I've seen. Something to okay. consider there. Um, otherwise, uh, man, yeah, I don't know. The How likely is it that you will need that extra oomph that the X gives you versus the B? I don't know, man. And this is a perfect spot for people to write in to podcast at weweregamers.com and tell us why we should get one There's... versus the other one because... I mean, there's there's ups and downs yeah. to both, right? If you don't get an X570S, you have to deal with the fan. Uh, X sometimes has compromises on it, like no front USB-C. Bs uh, often don't have enough USB ports in the back. They only generally have one PCIe 4 slot. There's a lot of compromising on both directions. So if people have thoughts... On what to do with a 5900X and what board to put it on. I'm all ears. I I, I have a couple placeholder ones that I'm thinking of. But uh, there's no, no clear winner yet. So write in. Let us know. And while you're writing in, you can check us out on YouTube. We're at We Were Gamers on YouTube there. All one word. You hit that little subscribe button. You hit the bell to get notified when our sweet new videos go up. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all the other places out there. Uh, we're at We Were Gamers on social media. You can also uh, follow this podcast that you're listening to and give us reviews. That stuff helps. You know, we haven't talked about reviews in a while. People should do that. There you go. Reviews are Those good. Those are good. You know what I've... I'm excited for you to go on this journey, Andrew. That's what I think. I'm... Also when the drag also when the dragon is <laughs> all going on journeys. Oh man. I'm I'm much more excited for him to go on that journey. <laughs> I'm reticent to go on this journey, but I think I'm off to a good start. I just have a problem with the motherboard, I think. And not problem, but you know, don't know the solution. It's a tough one, man. I I don't envy this. I like that I had the problem resolved for me by yeah. default. What? Well, yeah, that does that does I was help. Ready to settle in because I would also be stressing out about this if I, I was, was ready to settle into this Z five ninety board, and then I started just researching what was available in the Intel space, and it's just so unappealing to spend that amount of money on a processor and think, yeah, but the other ones I could have bought and are those better. New ones, and those new ones that are worth They're, it are like. The and they don't fit so on. You need to get a six series board. Yep. yep. I know you got to go, but I'm I'm at a loss, and we'll we'll chat about it online. <laughs> Maybe by the next podcast, I'll have an answer. All right. I had to make sure I actually hit stop. Yeah, man. I'm. It's gonna be. Uh, yeah. I'm. I. I don't know, and I truly can't answer. It is complicated. Yep. I. You know what I think. You should worry most about the sound, and that'll lead you to the answer that sound. you can get, probably. Because you're worried about oh, the noise. Oh. Focus in on ones that like minimize the noise, and if they make that a selling yeah. point... I definitely have nixed that anything that's not X570S. Cool. Run quiet stuff, yeah. Because I don't want another fan in there that I can't control. 
You know what I forgot to do today? Who's that? I forgot that at four o'clock today they were selling more final mouse mouses. Yeah. Oh really? Have you seen the final mouse? I feel like I've seen it. Just finalmouse.com. I don't think I should have bought it, but I wanted to know. They're already sold out, of course. But. Ah, uh, yeah. 190 is probably too much for a wireless mouse. Awful Dude, pretty, though. It's gorgeous. I just wonder, you know, how good it is for gaming, being wireless. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. It depends on what you're playing, but for, yeah, anything like online, competitive. I started going down the Dragonlance wiki <laughs> rabbit hole. Okay. I mean, you know, I've read all the books, so I, I, somewhere in my brain is almost all of this information. It's just the things that you forget. Right. Yeah. I don't know how you have time to reread it all. Ugh. Ugh. Between researching for computers and watching Tim Tim's video, I, I have no I have no memory bandwidth for anything else right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's an investment. It's over. It's one of those things where it's like, cool. I will probably never go back and watch it. It's not like a, it's a two hour movie that I might watch again and pick up more from. Right, like I, the message is the important part, and it sometimes it takes that long to get through the message. But, right. Yeah. Ugh. Final mouse, $190. People are crazy. It's wireless. What are you doing? Um, well, I'm glad I looked at this. That tells me what I'm doing, what on, doing Friday? on Friday. Uh, Going to get my car smogged. Oh, no. I forgot that. No, it's just the year for me to oh. do it. Um, I've, I've got like a month before I need to renew my... Uh... But they... There was a place close enough to us that you could walk to it that would do it, and they were really fast, and they closed down during the pandemic. So I got to oh. find a new spot. I don't, I don't want notifications to ever make noise ever again, and I don't know I, why I still can't turn it off. I've tried every dang thing in this entire computer. That's weird that you can't. The there's not enough granularity in the volume mixer to turn off just what you want to turn off. I don't know. I don't I don't know. 